0: This is Take 30 for January 13th, 2019. It's been a long time coming. You've been waiting. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is Justin Romack. This is Take 30, the official podcast of the National Beat Baseball Association. It's our inaugural episode. We're building this thing up from the ground level and we're doing it with you. And I can't wait to go on this journey together. We got an exciting show today got some headlines and some news. we got a call into Greenwood, Indiana. We're talking with the Indy Edge. We've got a very special conversation with Mr. Johnny Ma of the Philly Fire. You're no doubt going to love what we have in store. But before we do too much more, let's send it over to Steve Guerra with a look around the league. What you got for us today, Steve?
1: I'm Steve Guerra, and from around the web, this is your MBBA News Minute. On Saturday, January 5th, The Indy Edge will begin its 2019 campaign in Greenwood, Indiana, with its first outdoor practice. On February 2nd, the Chicago Comets will begin its 2019 campaign with its first indoor batting practice. A very happy birthday to Vi Fairbanks, wife of Charlie Fairbanks, the creator of the beat baseball used by the National Beat Baseball Association. The MBBA Springboard Meeting will be held the weekend of March 8th through the 10th, 2019. To make hotel reservations at the Renaissance Hotel, call 1-800-264-0165.
0: Thanks for that, Steve. You know, for the latest breaking news on everything Beat Baseball, you can always visit us online at nbba.org or catch us on social media, Facebook, Instagram. We're all over the place. Exciting stuff going on on social media. If you're not following us, what are you waiting for, Right. I'm excited because today I have got Steve Michaels with the Indie Edge on the line. It is a gorgeous January afternoon in Greenwood, Indiana, and the Edge are getting in some work. Steve, thanks so much for being on the line today, man. Well, thank you very much. Steve, it's 2019. It's early January. You all are getting some early work in. What is the outlook for this year for Tulsa? What are you all grinding for this year?
1: Honestly, we're we're grinding to win the championship, just like everybody else should be. Uh, my mindset is we stay healthy, and Kyle continues to improve. Where there's no reason we can't be playing on Saturday. I've got as good a roster as anybody in this league, and defensively, I think I have a better roster than most anybody in this league. And I'm not trying to be arrogant. I mean, just the names speak for themselves. And Kyle's got the most upside of any pitcher in this league, just because of his age and his dedication. So I feel like you know part of it we haven't succeeded because some of it was my fault some of it was injury I've learned as a coach this is just my you know heading into my I guess fourth year as a coach now definitely learned a bunch over the last couple years and coach Don Robinson the old coach of the dogs has given me a lot of valuable information that has helped so uh, you know it's it's all about learning and getting better and growing as a team together and every guy on this team trusts Kyle I mean that's part of it they know if if he's not a top five pitcher I really don't know Who's a five better than him would be, and that's after three years of pitching. So you know, at the end of the day, we feel like we should be playing for a win. Now whether that happens or not, you know, I don't know. Sometimes you just got to catch breaks and catch some health. But we feel like we're as good as the top four teams in this league, and uh, we just got to prove it on the field, like everybody does. We're all chasing the thunder.
0: So the edge finished fourth last year in Eau Claire, and I know you all are wanting to shoot up the standings and get further into the week and see Saturday morning. What are you going to do to practice, maybe even a little differently this year, to prepare yourselves for Tulsa?
1: A little bit of the difference is we're trying to play the more strength of Kyle's pitching. I've I've had three years of his pitching now. He knows what he wants. He knows what he likes out of his batters. We're actually a couple guys are changing their swings to try to be more of what he likes. We're also switching guys around, tweaking the defense a little bit, working on our communication as a defense, because honestly, if you throw guys as good communicators, they should be in this league. It really helps the bad guys, and you know, we have really good communication already, so we're just trying to improve that. And like today, we've been concentrating on fundamentals and technique in the field, and some of the guys are concentrating on their new swings, where Kyle's just doing what Kyle does.
0: Well, man, it sounds like you all are putting in the work and certainly hustling hard to make it happen. Thanks a lot for being with us today. We will check back in with you all later this spring, okay? All right. Thanks for having us. That was Steve Michaels calling with the Indie Edge from Greenwood, Indiana. We are going to be checking in with teams all across the league this spring just like that. You won't hear a single one of those unless you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you're going to NBBA.org, Facebook, Instagram, and soon Apple Podcasts. We will be there shortly, and you can subscribe in your podcast app of choice. If you've got ideas for stories that we need to be covering this year, make sure that you email us, podcast at NBBA.org. That's podcast at NBBA.org. If you've got a story idea, somebody you think we should talk to, make sure you hit us up. We will get them on the show just like today's guest johnny ma who hails all the way from philadelphia he's a good guy a tremendous athlete an incredible leader somebody that the league uh, is going to see take this philly squad to new and exciting heights they finished 10th in their first year and i think a lot of people expect them to finish even higher this upcoming year i think you're really going to enjoy the conversation johnny is an insightful guy man thanks a ton for being here
2: today johnny no problem, man. It's, it's my pleasure to be on. So I know
0: that you've been around the league for a bit and that you played with a few teams. I'd like you to walk us through what your history with beat baseball has looked like so far and the teams that you've played with while you've been a part of the league.
2: I've been playing beat baseball uh, for about five years now. Uh, I got into the sport with the, uh, the PA Wolfpack, um, played with them my first two years, uh, the team didn't travel to the World Series, so I didn't. Uh, I didn't go to the World Series the first two years. I was introduced to be- beat baseball, um, and then after that, the the team kind of kind of dissolved and kind of reemerged as the uh, Philly Fire. Uh, my third year playing, and that year I was invited to travel to the World Series with the uh, Southwest Slammers, uh, which was my first World Series, and. I had a great experience and I was I was pretty much hooked from that point. Um the following year we we tried to kind of get the Philly Fire together again uh resource-wise to get get to the World Series, it didn't work out and I was invited to play with the uh the Colorado Storm. And then um this past year, um finally of a, after a lot of uh hard work and preparation, we were able to bring the uh Philly Fire to the World Series in 2018. So
0: and for those that don't know, what was the outcome of Philly's
2: first trip to the World Series in 2018? Our first year, we finished 10th place overall out of 22 teams, which I was, I was very proud of and, and happy with.
0: Man, and that's just a testament to, to sticking with it. Y'all, y'all crushed it. And your success was with your determination. How long did you say that you had been working with the crew in Philly? How long had you all been working to make a push to
2: the series? Um, about, about three years, um, with the, with the current players and team we have roughly, uh, it's our third season with the, uh, the volunteers and pitcher we had and and most players, um, that we finally, uh, came together and were able to get to the world series.
0: And I definitely want to talk more about your squad, but man, I want to focus on you for just a bit. How did you get involved with this game? What brought you to beat baseball? What made you interested to get out there on that field for the very first time?
2: Well, I got started. Uh, basically, I work for a company called VisionCore. It's a nonprofit agency in Philadelphia, and um, we work with primarily visually impaired uh, people. And they, a few of the guys there, played gold ball. Um, they asked me to come out for a while they eventually did get me to come out. I enjoyed that. And then they um, then introduced me to beat baseball uh, later on. And after a few months of asking if I was going to come, I, I did finally come out and show up. And, and once I got out there, I really, really decided I loved the sport. And ever since then, you know, I've been playing. Did you play sports before you lost your eyesight? Uh, yeah, I, I, um I played sports pretty much my whole life growing up. I've retinitis pigmentosa. I was diagnosed when I was uh, 14 years old. So, uh, I actually learned that I had retinitis pigmentosa playing regular baseball, believe it or not. Uh got hit in the outfield with a fly ball in the chest and didn't realize why I no longer was able to see the ball. It was strange, you know. Then they would they would hit me a few more and I'd catch them and then here and there I would just eventually kind of lose another one and lose another one, and that's when I went and got tested. Um, I did I did kind of keep playing. I played basketball up until about 10th grade, and I was able to play um, high school football. Uh, I just played on the line, basically defensive line, just went after the quarterback uh, up to my senior year. Um, and, you know, at that point, 18 years old, was pretty much the last time I was involved in any competitive sport. What is your eyesight like right now? My eyesight is not very good at all at night um during the day i can get around i still always have my cane if i'm in a familiar area i can get around without it um i could still see that there's a person standing there or you know people standing there but i can't really make out who they are i can't see any kind of detail i can see you know basically height and and things like that how tall somebody is or if they're wearing like maybe dark pants, I could tell you that, but I can't see any detail at this point.
0: I would imagine that going through that transition of losing your eyesight and having been involved in a lot of team and competitive sports to then not having that outlet, I would imagine that was pretty hard on you. What, what was it like when you jumped back into beat baseball and you had an opportunity to participate in something that was was physically demanding and competitive.
2: I mean, it was it was awesome just to kind of get those competitive juices flowing again. Uh, I think I started playing around the age of 27 or so, 26. I really wish I would have found it a little earlier, but um, you know, it it was just great to to have that that really strong competition again and, you know, enjoy the feeling of winning a game or or even losing a game as a team, you know, just, just having that back in my life was, was really cool. What have been
0: a few of your standouts or highlights as you think back on your time with beat baseball, like what, what moments stand out to you as being some of the most exciting times or some of the coolest things that you've gotten to do as you've been a part of this game?
2: Well, my first year playing actually in the beats of the East tournament, uh, we beat Boston. Um, it's the only time we've beat them since I've been playing. Um, they still didn't end up winning a tournament, but we, we beat them. That was kind of fun. It was a really close game. Then um, when I went to – when I played with the uh, Southwest Slammers, um, first time I went to the Chicago tournament, uh, I made the offensive all-star team, um, which, was, which was pretty cool. And then um, – the following year playing with Colorado, um, that was probably the most talented team I've ever played with from top to bottom. Uh we were just you know, we were six and oh going into Friday. Um, you know, I was batting towards the top of the lineup all week, which was pretty cool. And um even though we didn't win the game, um, in a in a pretty big game against uh Taiwan, uh I went three for four uh against, you know, what I think is one of the best teams in the whole entire world. So that was a great feeling, but just, just playing with those guys all week and, and being on that team was, was pretty fun. And then, and then last year, just coming together as a team and doing as well as we did for basically, you know, a group of players besides three, maybe three or four that had never traveled to the world series before or volunteers uh, coming together and, and, and really kind of bonding and performing as well as we did, that's, 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 you know, probably the, the most fond memory and and coolest thing so far. Yeah,
0: man, it's not easy getting a new squad off the ground. I mean, it's hard enough oftentimes to, to manage your own schedule, but let alone manage the schedule of, you know, a dozen other people. It's hard, right? Um, What did it what did it teach you about this game to have to prepare this team for battle, right? To get funds raised and practices held and actually make it to Wisconsin. What did it What did it show you about raising up a squad and what did it teach you about the game and being a leader in the game?
2: Well, it was like a second job. <laughs> um, stressful at times. Uh, I, you know, I work full time and then I feel like as soon as I got home from work, I was kind of going into my second job mode of, of recruiting, following up with players, uh, reaching out, you know, uh, setting up conference calls, um, group text messages, just to kind of feel everybody's vibe on, are you going to make it? Are we going to come? Uh, it's kind of crazy at this time last year, I would say, um, you know, right before the holidays, um, last year around the holidays, we had three committed players for the World Series. So it was very, very much up in the air. Uh We, we didn't know if we were going to be able to put it together and go until late April, early May. I mean, we were kind of down to the wire and, and we slowly but surely started adding players one by one or, or getting commitments from our local players saying, yes, yes, I want to do this. I want to go. Um, but, but as, as much as it was a lot of work and, you know, it was stressful at times, the end result was, you know, it was, it was just so rewarding to kind of know that, that we did it and, and we worked hard and we, we did fundraising and, you know, all these calls and this and that. And, you know, we actually made it. So
0: what do you think was the biggest factor or differentiator that made this team click and really work well together, you know, to finish so strong in the 2018 series, really the first series that this group had
2: played together? A number of things, just, you know, nobody had, uh uh, uh, of me attitude everybody was all about the team um everybody really put in the work when they decided they were going to go um our practices everybody was was showing up working hard uh and and everyone just enjoyed being there and just had fun so you know we just had a great group of players and and volunteers and 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 everyone just attitude is everything you know in my opinion so You know, and and the harder you work, the the more results you're going to get. So you've hopped around the league
0: a little bit and played with a few teams and had success with the squads that you've been a part of. You know, I imagine that that's taught you some lessons along the way. You've, You've likely picked up things, you know, new things with each of the teams that you've played with. What does that look like? What have you learned and what have you been able to apply in this new leadership role that you have with Philly?
2: It definitely helps to get um, different perspectives from, from different teams and different styles. Uh, you know, I've tried to pull a little bit from from the places I've played kind of and apply them to the fire, uh, whether it's different drills and practice, um, different different ways to kind of practice on your own, um, different ways to, to talk to the players or, or communicate, um, all that definitely you know helps having that prior experience and just just having all these different perspectives that kind of apply to to one practice or one game or whatever you want to call it how are you getting yourself ready for 2019
0: and for the series in Tulsa what are you doing personally to to stay strong and um, stay fit and get yourself ready mentally and physically for
2: battle well I have a couple um different things the main thing in in the off season is i actually play gold ball still uh, like i talked about earlier uh so i still do do both sports at this point and, and that's that's a huge one for me just to keep me um as in shape as possible um i i have some weights and a bench and a treadmill in my basement um that i use a lot, utilize as much as possible um and and then when when the weather kind of gets hot here in philly um and, and I learned this – this is an example of something I learned that we were talking about prior from the great uh, Johnny Walker from Colorado is um, you know, there's, there's – if you go to a park or you go anywhere where there's some grass, uh, if you get a friend or even just a radio and um, just place it 100 feet away um, and just run to that friend clapping or to that radio, you don't actually need a bass. Um, you know, I try and really, really ramp it up and, and kind of tie myself and, and run as fast as I can to that sound. Um, because as you know, and as most people know, speed kills in this game. So, um, the faster you can get down the line, um, that, you know, to that base, the, the better your chances are of scoring.
0: Yeah. Most, most definitely, man. Most definitely. You know, what do you think people can expect out of the Philly fire this year. What, what all are you working on to ride that momentum from 2018 and propel yourselves forward in the standings when you get to Tulsa? What do you think people can expect to see from you all as you, as you plan and prepare? Well, we
2: have, uh, we should have most of our players coming back. Uh, We have our, our short uh, guy up front, which I call our, our young veteran, uh, Mike Coglin. He's about 24 years old. And he the reason I call him a young veteran, because I, I think he's been in the World Series the last ten years, even though he's only 24. Um, we have a, a guy named Justin Rhines, who I think everybody will learn his name by the end of the series. Uh, he can fly. We have our defensive ace, uh Genie Natoli. Uh we have uh two new guys to the World Series last year, Maneer Tawam and Jeremy Capati, um, who came up with some some big hits and big runs for us. And some big games last year. So I'm looking forward to them growing uh, in their second year. And then we have um, our, our two out of town guys, uh, Dan Kelly and Andrew green, um, which they were, they were a huge help to us this year. Kind of having that veteran presence um, along with myself and and Mike and Gina had been to one world series prior. Um, So just, just having that experience, they were, they were huge, especially on the defensive side. Um, But but it was great to have them. And then uh, I'm not sure we're we're working on some, some younger guys uh, in the area. So uh, we'll see how that kind of pans out. But along with our, um, our volunteers, uh, our pitcher, Dominic Natoli, who is, is really coming along as a pitcher and growing Um, our spotters and coach, Willie Natoli and uh, Madison Coglin and our catcher uh jeff rines along with our scorekeeper uh cc natoli uh we 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 couldn't have got to where we got without them being as committed as well this year you know kind of kind of just being there to take us to that next level so appreciate them very much as well but i told this to my team um basically you know the night right after we finished our last game last year that uh The goal going into the World Series this year was to finish top ten. The goal in twenty nineteen for this upcoming World Series will be top five. Um, I think we can get there uh, with with a lot of hard work, and you know it's not going to be easy, but that is that is our goal, and I think it's a it's a very realistic goal. And I am looking forward to getting getting started to uh, to put in the work to get there.
0: You know, man, you make me think on how demanding this game is, how much it it asks of you, and how much it stretches you both physically and mentally. Um, I'm just curious, what has this game, what has beat baseball, taught you about yourself as a as a person, uh, an athlete, a competitor? What are you learning from this game and how is that applying both on the field and in the rest of your world?
2: Um, I mean, I don't really know where to start. I've become, you know, more of a leader than I ever have been in the past. I've always kind of had a leader's mentality, but I've really kind of been thrown into the to the fire here, no pun intended. Um, it, it just, it, it makes you kind of, really want to to work for something and look forward to something and um i've 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 kind of just expanded my role as just a, a person playing sports as more as you know someone who's who's constantly trying to to build and grow a, a team um and, and and something I really really enjoy um kind of more than anything else when it comes to beat baseball is, is getting that that new, that new young guy or new young girl out, out to the field for the first time. And, you know, nobody really tends to hit the ball right away. Everyone kind of struggles or they're not great on defense. But, but watching that, that person who's been coming out week after week, not doing well, and watching it just start to click um, and somebody to get a hit or get a huge put out in a game – Um, and to celebrate with them, I mean, that, that actually probably has, has grown me as a person more than anything else, because that's probably one of my favorite things when it comes to beat baseball in general is just celebrating with that person, watching, you know, a person that's visually impaired, you know, you don't know where they come from or what their background is or or if they're working or, or what they were up to, but watching them come out and, and Enjoy that competition or feel that competition again or, or maybe even for the first time, you know if they've never played sports before, but that that's where beat baseball has really kind of broadened my horizon as far as looking at everything in a different way.
0: for someone who has never seen this game or experienced the competition of beat baseball, what would you want someone to know about? about the game or about what it takes to play the game or what they can expect when they see these athletes?
2: What would you want somebody to know about beat baseball? I'd really just want people to know, and and it happens every time that I do get people to come out and watch, is that the competition in beat baseball is very fierce. It's very aggressive. It's, it's not just, you know, oh, these visually impaired people have this, this game they play and, Maybe they hit the ball, maybe they don't. It's 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 much more than that. Um all the athletes competing, you know, in the World Series and, and in all the other tournaments are, are working hard uh year round. Uh I've I've been told by you know some spectators that come that it's very inspiring. Uh, but but really I just want people to know that this game is entertaining. Um it's it's hard fought, it's there's a lot of skill involved, there's a lot of work put into it um, and on top of that, there's a lot of organization that goes into it just because of of all the moving factors when it comes to volunteers and and setting up fields and taking down fields. but it's 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 much more than just um, than just a, a game that that I, I think sometimes the perception is until people come out and see it and and you have to see it in person. Uh, on video is great, and, and it gives you some some sort of perspective. But it's much more than just than just this this game. That's that's not really that intense, or uh, you know, there's not much skill involved. There's there's a lot of hard work, skill, and and a lot of great competition when it comes to beat baseball.
0: Well, man, you're you're a grinder, and uh, you have a great heart and incredible vision for this game. I just wish you and the fire nothing but the best this year in Tulsa. Man, thanks a ton for your time and for being on this
2: show. Oh, man, I wish uh, you and the BCS Outlaws uh, the same, man. I, good luck to you guys this year, and it's, it's really been a pleasure to be on here, and I'm honored that you guys uh, you know reached out to me to do this.
0: Absolutely, man. Thanks a lot. He's Johnny Ma. He's with the Philly Fire. His team is on fire. They're shooting up the standings. And honestly, I can't wait to see how the standings shake out this year in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's going to be a good one, no doubt. We're going to see the strongest, the best teams from all across the world. You don't want to miss a single minute of it. Make sure you are locked on NBBA.org. Check out that 2019 World Series page. You will find updates on all the action that's happening in Oklahoma. Get ready for it. That is all we have got for this month for Take 30. You will catch us again in February. Watch Facebook, watch Instagram for the latest updates on this show. And don't forget to drop us a line anytime. If you've got an idea for a piece, if you want us to talk with somebody, make sure you hit us up at podcast at nbba.org, podcast at nbba.org. I'm Justin Romack. Until next time, play hard, go hard, grind hard. We will see you next month.